Hello! I'm recording this on January 31st, and that means two things. It's fine if you've had to back away from your New Year's resolutions, and it's also time for the Darkness News Update. It's brought to you by Evluma and their Area Max fixtures. These Area Max fixtures are a great street lamp, generally diffuse, good coverage, good energy use, and what they come with is the option to add a little shield. It's mountable on four different points. The hole's already there. You just got to pop them in. And what it does is it prevents spill on any number of vast axes. So you don't want it hitting the sidewalk or anyone's windows on a, on a street. It doesn't. You don't want it over spilling. You don't want it going across the street. You put it in the front. You can also do on either side, depending on your layout. I don't know what you need this for, but if you need this... It's flexible, it's affordable, it's sensible, it's responsible. Go to evluma.com or use the link in the description if you please. But let's talk about the news because we're going to start with the fact that Mark Baker of and the Soft Lights Foundation are suing the U.S. FDA. Uh, their case alleges that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has not done their due diligence in protecting citizens from light. There are a number of you know, the laundry list that is our show of what light does to the human eye and the brain, uh, you know, that, that that's what they're alleging, that the FDA has a duty to make, to, you know, limit the amount of blue, limit the brightness, limit the glare, and improve that for all of us at the manufacturing level. And we'll see how that goes as it goes. We have a report from the United States Department of Energy and the Pacific Northwest National Labs showing that there's a lot of variation in streetlight dimming functionality. The drivers, the LED drivers that uh, street lamps use, draw wildly different amounts of power using 0 to 10 volt dimming. And honestly, at this point, the paper recommends that they all just switch to digital controls. The Aerospace Information Research Institute and the Chinese Academy of Sciences have begun uh, <laughs> a new project where they're using a sustainable development science satellite to track the light being emitted from Beijing. And hopefully they can limit the amount of light that, you know, the city of Beijing and hopefully other cities in China push up. And that might be nice. In Australia, the Australian Institute of Marine Sciences is going to be using satellites to track hazards to marine life, specifically on the coast of Northwest Australia, going out a few hundred miles from the coast, and we'll be seeing them track a number of harm factors, bycatch, lighting, noise, specifically to a couple of different species of whales, as well as sharks, but not whale sharks. Uh, speaking of satellites, there's a new estimate showing that low-orbit objects, specifically these new 5G satellite constellations used for uh, communications, will be about 10% of SkyGlow soon. Uh, obviously, a number of comms satellite providers are working to pursue low-light or low-reflective surfaces for these satellites, but not everyone is, and there's going to be a lot of these objects in the air very soon. The Jeju National University College of Medicine in South Korea has found that bright light at night doubles your risk of eye disease. This is a study of hundreds of thousands of South Koreans, and found that uh, residents of urban areas were more likely to develop macular degeneration. They also have a study showing that uh, diabetic mice just do worse under uh, <laughs> Allen. 
We see changes to their blood sugar. We see changes in how, how they lose and gain weight, and even how they react to cold. And uh, like a lot of these things, uh, when we talk about mammals, circadian disruption tends to carry across the whole gamut of mammals, give or take reindeer, I guess. But that's a whole other story. So this does probably carry up to male humans with diabetes as well. We have a survey from the UK showing that LED headlights are getting worse. 2,000 motorists did report, or a majority of 2,000 motorists reported that they had levels of discomfort dealing with other drivers at night and had uh, extended recovery times dealing with the changes in brightness. And the UK government is actually going to investigate that. A separate meeting with a couple of MPs from the Federal Department of Transportation in the UK with opticians and advocates and wildlife experts has said that they'll look into the matter and changing how these headlights are implemented in the UK, probably starting in 2027. Uh, Excess lighting is doing damage to your garden. I want you to know that your plants might be photosynthesizing to the point of exhaustion, and that pollinators in the region will be distracted by the amount of light. So if you want a better gardening experience, you got to dim your lights at night. You got to turn them out. You got to let your plants rest. Over in India, the Pench Tiger Reserve is the nation's first dark sky park. This recognition is not from uh, Dark Sky International, but the International Union of Conservation of Nature and the International Astronomy. Astronomical Union. This covers 180,000 acres of forests. There's rivers, there's campgrounds, they do boat tours, but it's also home to six species of tiger, uh, endangered tigers, so that's uh, good for them, I guess. Lake Placid in New York has formed a dark sky committee to help push back on light pollution in the region, not just for the town, but for the nearby national park. Truckee, California is doing the same with their dark sky initiative. They're on the north side of Lake Tahoe, near uh, the Tahoe National Forests. In Campbell River, B.C., British Columbia, residents are beginning to ask for nuisance lighting laws. This is over one neighborhood spotlight. This is a very bright spotlight that is provoking a citizen petition to the council to change the laws. Uh, in Brighton, in the U.K., they're asking uh, the American Express Community Stadium, that's a football pitch, to turn down their exterior lighting at night, even during games, because as it turns out, uh, they are right next to South Downs National Park, an international dark sky reserve. Aspen, Colorado has passed a light trespass ordinance, uh, so that means they will now have lights out on homes and businesses from 10 to 7, 10 p.m. to 7 a.m., I should say, or in the cases of businesses that open light, your bars, your restaurants, your nightclubs, they still have to be off an hour past closing or an hour before opening. Got to give people time to clean up, I guess. In Quebec, the Samuel de Champlain Bridge has added uh, 5,800 of those RGB decorative lamps, but they are claiming that they have bought something with specialty lensing so as not to bother any birds or fish. This project actually just won an award from the IESNYC, that's the Illuminating Engineering Society. Uh, in Kansas City, the Bond Bridge's decorative lights, they're just out. They're out. They're not going to replace them. Uh, the maintenance costs are too high. Apparently, just the wind and the water is getting to be too much to them. So if you are concerned about your local bridge's decorative lights bothering fish or birds, just know that your municipality or state might not have the capacity to pay for replacements because these things only last about five to six years. 
unless you get the really good ones, then you maybe get nine. We're going to jump into the Wasatch Valley case. We've been following this for a while, but again, in Haber Valley, Utah, uh, there's been a bit of a zoning kerfuffle over a proposed Latter-day Saints church. Uh, what has happened now, um, a, a citizen's group has sued the city over the particular procedure of how they offered zoning permissions to the LDS. And now the entire Latter-day Saints church has asked to serve as co-dependents in that case. More details when I have details. And a Finnish lo-fi black metal band has called Mustahuon has dropped an album called Valosastin Sekan, which is translated as Among the Light Pollution. The entire album is dealing with the themes of light and darkness, as well as, uh, you know, how humans interact with that. Um, I, you can buy it on Bandcamp, I'll put a link in the description or something, but I really like it, I really enjoy it, but then again, everyone I meet tells me that what I like in music is weird. Anyway, I've been Scott Walker, uh, thank you to Light Ted. Thank you to the Lighting and Darkness Foundation. Thank you to uh, our sponsors at Evluma. You can visit them online. And thank you for listening. Uh, I also want to point out that Restoring Darkness now is hosting some long-form articles. Noah Sabatier has written a couple of long pieces about light in the aging eye, as well as traffic accidents under LED lighting. And, you know, we're going to be exploring longer-form text content in addition to everything else to keep you interested, to keep you informed. And just to keep this whole ball rolling as to what we do. But until next time, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm.